Hi, this is Dale Buchanan, the host of Puppy Talk Podcast. Before we get started today, I wanted to let you know of my new book, The Complete Puppy Training Manual. It's available on Amazon in four formats Kindle ebook, paperback, hardcover, and audiobook. You can find it on Amazon right now. It's called The Complete Puppy Training Manual, and I will put a link in the show notes of this episode. I'm Dale Buchanan, and this is Puppy Talk, the podcast that offers advice on how to raise a healthy, happy, and obedient puppy. This podcast is sponsored by Top Gun Dog Training. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast now so you don't miss a single episode of Puppy Talk. Hi, I'm Dale Buchanan, and welcome to Puppy Talk. This is episode number four. Frequently asked questions that I get on my TikTok page. Now, if you've not visited my TikTok page, I have over 10,000 followers. I post a lot of videos and I get a lot of questions. So these are the top five questions that I've recently received on my TikTok page. Number one, teaching the drop it command. I recently posted a video of me showing how I taught Dixie drop it. And it received probably at this point almost 150,000 views. And a lot of people had commented on there that that wasn't working for their puppy or their dog. Let me explain a little bit about how I teach and my method of teaching. I don't use a lot of words. I don't use a lot of talking to the dog when I want them to learn something. I try to let the dog figure out an association and what to do on their own, which is called classical conditioning, versus talking to the dog all the time and repeating commands and creating more excitement and stimulation with the dog. So the video showed me throwing the ball and Dixie getting it, bringing it back to the couch, I said, drop it, and I held my hand underneath her mouth, under the ball, and then about five seconds later, she dropped it in my hand. I threw the ball again. She got it. She came back to the couch. I put my hand underneath her mouth, and I didn't say anything. And then a few seconds later, she dropped it again. Now, a lot of people didn't understand my method of teaching was to let Dixie figure out what to do without me saying a lot to her. Now, if you don't want to use that method, you have to have a lot of patience for that method. The dog wants to play again. The dog wants to play the game. And if I grab the ball, she's in a tug because she's not going to let go of the ball because it's her resistance back and my resistance towards me. And that's also fun for her. But I wasn't getting into the tug game at that point. I was playing fetch with her, and I wanted her to come back and drop it. So if you don't want to use my method of allowing the puppy to figure it out, and that doesn't work for you and you don't have the patience, here's an alternative method for drop it. You want to have a treat in your right hand, and you have the ball in your left hand, throw the ball, bring, have the puppy bring the ball back. You're going to. Put your hand underneath the ball and say, drop it. 
And then you're going to grab that treat and bring it to their nose so they can smell it. When they smell the treat, they're going to open up the mouth to drop the ball, and then you reward with the treat. After that, you mark the behavior and say, yes, good boy, good girl. And then they learn over many repetitions of that what drop it means. And that's called operant conditioning. You have a command. You have a, they have a consequence. You, you mark the behavior. And then you reward it. So you got two methods. You've got classical conditioning, which is an association, or operant conditioning, which is a consequence. And that's how you teach drop it to your dog. Now, you can use this with anything, picking up a sock, a shoe, anything you want. And this method is very, very useful to get the dog out of a lot of trouble. And I often use this in conjunction with leave it. But leave it is before they are about to get something in their mouth. Drop it is after they already have something in their mouth. And as with any other command or technique you're teaching your puppy, it takes repetition, consistency, and patience. The next question is, how do I stop my puppy or dog from pulling on the leash? This is a very complex question because there are a lot of variables. So first of all, when your puppy's pulling on the leash, we want to look at the equipment. What type of equipment are you using? There's a lot of things you can use to teach a puppy to walk properly. For Dixie, I used a simple slip lead called a British show lead. And it's a piece of leather that has a loop that just goes over the top of her neck and it's easy to use and has a little handle. It's very lightweight. It's very easy. And I taught her for about the first month on the slip lead. And then there are flat collars, which are buckle collars, and regular four or six foot leashes. For puppies, you want to keep it simple. You don't want to complicate it too much and start trying all of these different fancy harnesses because everybody that makes a harness says it's a no-pull harness. But in reality, that's not true. There is a couple of harnesses that I like. One is called the Easy Walk Harness. It clips in front. Any harness that you can get that clips in front is good. But I go back to the basics, and I like to teach a puppy on a slip lead or a flat collar and a regular leash. This is going to be the best way to teach the puppy how to behave on the leash. The first thing that I do with all puppies is I take them outside, that I train, is I take them outside and I bring them on the leash and I set them, make them sit in the driveway or the sidewalk of the owner's house and I make them just sit there. This is the first step to getting the puppy to behave on leash. If your puppy can't sit there and do nothing and just watch people walk by, watch dogs walk by, watch cars drive by, and everything else, then they're not going to be able to walk on a leash very well. So the first thing is get the puppy to get on the leash, go out the door calmly, and behave. The next thing, if your puppy gets too anxious and too excited and starts to pull, then you're going to need to learn some basic leash training skills. 
What I do at that point is the puppy starts pulling a lot on me. If I'm using a flat collar, for example, and a regular leash, I just stop. And the puppy pulls, I stop. Then I'm going to change directions. I'm going to confuse the puppy to where they don't know what I want to do next. And then they're going to stop thinking so much and they're going to surrender and hand over the leadership to me. Then I can guide them on what to do because they're trying too hard to figure it out and they don't know how to make good decisions yet. After that, you want to start doing figure eights with your puppy. Now, I have a lot of videos on my Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok pages of myself and clients doing figure eights with dogs and puppies. So go ahead and check out those resources and let me know if you have any further questions. Question number three is, how do I stop my puppy from being so anxious? Well, this is a great question. And let me tell you, I had to deal with this when I got Dixie. She was 10 weeks old and she was very anxious. She got sick in the car. She got sick looking at a car. She was very nervous all the time. And I had to work with her on this. And now she's a very calm puppy. But it took a lot of work and patience and effort. And here's what I recommend you do when you have an anxious puppy. If you get a puppy and they're very young, 8, 10, 12 weeks old, and you've had them for a few days or even a few weeks, and you see that they have a lot of anxiety, you want to do everything you can to relax this puppy now. Because if you don't, the anxiety is going to turn into fear, the fear turns into aggression, and then you've got a serious problem. So with anxiety, you want to make sure this is one simple rule that I do all the time. I tell this to clients all the time, and I can't stress this enough. Inside the house, inside the apartment is a yoga studio. The dog has to come inside and relax. But then a lot of people say, well, my puppy needs to play. It has to chase the ball or the toy and run around out in the house. And that's okay for the first few days. You can give your puppy some exercise. And when they're very young and they can't go outside, they haven't had all their shots and so forth. But as the puppy begins to grow up, you want to have yoga studio mentality or library inside the house and then outside in your yard or at a daycare, or at a dog park, once they've had their rabies shots and all of their boosters, that's where they are in a nightclub setting. That's when they're playing. I like to have clients with young puppies get a 30-foot leash, bring them to the front or backyard, have them play fetch in the yard and run around in the yard on the leash, and then that gets them a lot of enrichment, play, and exercise. Then when they come in the house, they're relaxed. A puppy has to be in a situation where they can turn it on and off, and you can help them guide them when to turn it on and off. My puppy does not get excited in the house, does not have anxiety in the house, does not play a lot in the house. She might play fetch with the ball with me very rarely, but it's not all the time and it's not every day and she doesn't have the zoomies, I'll stop her and I'll tell her to lay down on her bed and knock it off because she's 
going crazy. Then shortly after that, I'll take her outside for a walk to get some of that energy out. So one of the reasons why dogs have anxiety and very anxious is because they're under-exercised, they have lack of mental stimulation, lack of socialization, and lack of enrichment. They're bored. They have anxiety. They don't know what to do with themselves. So this is how it starts. Make sure all of those things are in place and take my advice on creating a yoga studio or library mentality inside the house so the dog can relax and sleep, calm down when they come inside. Question number four is, how do I socialize my puppy during the COVID-19 pandemic? And to be honest with you, I have mentioned this in a reply to some of my videos on TikTok. And the COVID pandemic has nothing to do with socializing your puppy. Puppies need to be socialized primarily with people. And they need to, when they're very young, because they don't have the immune system and they haven't had their rabies shot to socialize with a lot of dogs yet. So young puppies need to be socialized with people and get into different environments as much as possible from the time you get them, usually eight weeks old until 12 weeks old. Because the critical socialization period of every puppy is from four to 12 weeks old. The breeders do their job from four to eight weeks, getting them around as many people as possible, as many other animals as possible, handling them a lot. And then when the owners take the puppy, then they have to continue the socialization. But a lot of people have said, well, we're in lockdown. I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. I can't get my puppy out. And then they isolate the puppy inside the house. What happens when people isolate the puppy is they don't have any socialization skills at an early age, and they build up what we call stranger danger. This is a fear of strangers, a fear of people, and possibly a fear of other dogs. This is a very serious problem and condition, and it takes a tremendous amount of time to resolve. Ian Dunbar says, if you have an eight-month-old puppy, and they've never been socialized, and they have stranger danger... It could take several years for that puppy to come around to accept people right off the bat, or it may never be fixable ever. So you have to keep that in mind. You don't want to isolate your puppy because of the pandemic. And here's what you do. Take the puppy for as many walks as you possibly can. Let the puppy see people from a distance. There is no reason why a person that's wearing a mask and you wearing a mask can be six feet apart, and then your puppy has a six-foot leash. The puppy can go over and interact with the people. I did this with Dixie on May of 2020 when I got her, and it worked out great. And also, you want to get the puppy socialized by going in the car, going to the pet store. You could take dogs to Home Depot, to Lowe's, to Michael's, to Bass Pro Shops. There's a lot of places, and I'll do another podcast on how to socialize your puppy. That's going to take a long time. There's a lot of information there. But during COVID, you want to get your puppy outside, out of the house as much as you can. Don't isolate them. Just because people might be isolated, the puppy has to get out and has to socialize. This is so important. I can't even tell you how important this is. It's the number one thing that everybody must do with their puppy, you have to get it out and get it, get it exposed to different environments and desensitize it to sounds 
and triggers that could make them fearful, such as cars and trains and airplanes and wind and so forth. You have to desensitize them to all that by exposing them to it at a low level so they get used to it. So don't isolate your puppy. Take it out. Get it done. Even if you are social distancing, your puppy can still interact with people and then eventually other dogs. I know doggy daycares are still open in my area, South Florida. Dog parks are open. We've been going there since last June, since Dixie was four months old and she had her rabies. She's been going to the dog park and to doggy daycare both since June of 2020. And that's helped her become a great puppy. Now we get into the final question of this episode. And that question is, at what age do I start training my puppy? And the answer to that is the second that you get the puppy, you're starting to train them. Now, I just did a podcast episode. I think it's number two. It's the first five things you want to teach your new puppy. And this is beyond the basic obedience commands such as sit down, stay, and so forth. You want to get your puppy starting to learn the rules, starting to learn manners, starting to be calm, those types of things. You want to work on bite inhibition, leave it, teach them their names, teach them to come to you, and potty train them. You're training that puppy from the second that you get them, whether you know it or not. Everything that you do with them from the second that you get them into your life, they are learning from you. They're learning every word you're saying to them, everything you're doing, every time you move, they're a master of body language. They're picking things up. And most of what you want them to learn, they will learn through association, which is classical conditioning. For example, I get my leash from the rack at the front door and Dixie's somewhere in the living room. And I say, all right, we're going for a walk. I get the leash and she comes running to put the leash on her. I never taught her that. She figured it out on her own. So you're teaching the puppy all the time. Training has to start the second that you get the puppy. And if you have a chance, listen to the episode of the first five things to teach your new puppy. From my experience, you want to start getting the puppy potty trained, bite inhibition, teach them their name. Those are the main things. And you can start doing formal obedience training, I say, between 10 and 12 weeks old. I don't take clients on with puppies that are under 10 weeks. I like to start them around 12 weeks if possible because their attention span is much greater. Now with Dixie, I did not teach her any obedience training. The first obedience training session that we had was when she was 14 weeks old. And that's hard for a lot of people to believe, but I got her at 10 weeks. I waited a month. The reason I did that is because her attention span was just too short. And even at that point, our training sessions were two to three minutes long. I'd grab a handful of her favorite training treats, and I would teach her how to sit, down, stay, stand, come, high five, shake, roll over. She learned it almost instantly because she's a mini Australian Shepherd and they're very smart. But I waited until she was a little bit more mature. And I also waited until she had a better attention span, a longer attention span. 
even now when she's 11 months old, I might do a training sessions with her that are even four, five minutes at the most. Most of my training happens outside when we're on a leash and I don't need treats and I'm just throwing the training in there constantly. I'm having her come to me, lay down, stay, wait, all of those things. I just throw it in throughout our day, our daily routine. I throw it in there because I'm not able to set aside a lot of specific time to work with her because I have a lot of clients. I've got this podcast, a lot of things going on, but she's not lacking in leadership and guidance and training. She's very, very, very obedient. But to be honest with you, I didn't spend a lot of time training her because the training sessions that we did were very effective from the get-go. You don't have to start doing a lot of formal obedience training with a young puppy. Just get them acclimated to the house, teach them potty training, and so forth. So I hope that answers your question. Start training your puppy immediately with classical conditioning. And then start formal training probably between 10 and 12 weeks old, which is operant conditioning, sit, down, stay, come, leave it, drop it, those types of things. I'll be doing FAQ sessions about once a month from people that ask questions on my social media pages, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for listening to Puppy Talk. Check out our sponsor's website, topgundogtraining.com, and have a great day. This is Dale Buchanan, host of Puppy Talk Podcast. I have an announcement of a new book that I just published called Potty Training Your Puppy. It's available on Amazon in Kindle and paperback, soon to be available on audiobook. You can find out all the details of this book using the link in the show notes. It's called Potty Training Your Puppy. It's a comprehensive book with a simple and effective way to help potty train your puppy, and it really works. Check out the link in the show notes.